When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Ryback Show Live. I am the big guy, Ryback. Thank you guys for joining me across all the platforms. Hope everyone's having a great Friday here. Uh, TikTok and Instagram, the big guy, Ryback22. We are streaming live over there. Um, but this show is designed more for everything on all podcast platforms as well. With that, but for Ryback TV, in uh, all super chats are brought up on the screen. It's a question and answer. Uh, the ebb and flow of the show will, will go where you guys take it. As far as on the questions and health, fitness, supplementation, mindset, life, love, positivity, and pro wrestling, whatever and whatever comes up, current events, uh, and all things in between with all of that. We're also Ryback TV on YouTube, Ryback Rules on Twitch, and Ryback on Twitter. This show, this podcast is brought to you by my premium supplement line, Feed Me More Nutrition. Supplement sweetened, premium supplement sweetened with stevia and bung fruit. No artificial sweeteners or colors. Vegan friendly for all people, men and women. Available on feedmemore.com. You can save 20% with discount code RYBACKSHOW20. That's RYBACKSHOW20. You just go into the, the website. You add to your cart what you want to get. You get to the checkout process. It has an area where you can put on your coupon code. And you put in RYBACKSHOW20. And we give you 20% off your entire order. Make sure to sign up for my massive savings program, either through the email newsletter or the text or both. It's only one message a week. You get a huge discount uh, with massive savings on top of the savings we already give you guys. And right now, up until for at least the next month, month and a half, we're going to be giving away a free bottle of my Hope Spot Mood and Stress Support. With that, I want everyone to try it. It's a fantastic product, and I think it could help benefit a lot of people. So we're giving you a free bottle with your orders uh, when you select that as your free gift as well. So check that out over on feedmemore.com. Good to see everybody today. Good to see everybody. I'm getting ready. I got to do my 24-hour fast in a little bit and uh, work on the, uh, the, the Feed Me More uh, size and strength, maximum size and strength workout program that I got coming uh, to you guys on the PDF, and uh, looking forward to getting that out uh, in the upcoming weeks as uh, finishing it, uh, all of that, and giving you different workout routines and options on all of that, and 
super, super pumped. We got the new merch getting ready to come up uh, on feedmemore.com, having an entire merch store and uh, a, a lot of really, really good things happening here. And, uh, and yeah, so looking forward to that. I want to, uh, oh, a big thank you guys, by the way, to start off. We got two thank yous. First, TikTok. Thank you very much. We are at 2.7 million followers. We're inching closer to The Rock every week, guys. We've got a lot of ground to make up to catch up to The Rock, but I uh, I greatly appreciate all the love and support over on TikTok, as well as Instagram. It's not your guys' fault that that platform is is what it is, right, and what's going on. And uh, 400,000 subscribers on Ryback TV, that's huge. Uh, I thank you guys uh, from the bottom of my heart on all that. I love you guys. And with everything going on, as you've seen, I posted and we were Twitter is and I am dealing with them. Uh, they are, of course, being very shady, as they've always been. Uh, they have admitted to my account being restricted. They have finally admitted this is something that we could not get them to even respond on before. So I do not know what has changed. They have admitted to the restrictions on the account but they will not answer any specific questions on when I have not been notified of any warnings of anything that would warrant a, a restriction, which they claim is temporary. And that if I comply and with good, good compliance, that it would be lifted, which is, but again, not answering any questions. Well, can you tell me when this happened? Because it's been, we've got it going on for eight years now, since 2014, actually the data shows when it all started and, and they won't, they will not answer. So, the case is open. Their new owner, Paraga, we are grilling him. And uh, I encourage everybody to grill them and Twitter support on Twitter uh, and with my tweets and retweet. And, and we have to hold these people accountable. It's not just me. It's what they were doing. You cannot silence people that, that should not be silenced for, for you having a deal with a billion-dollar company that has no bearing on my life or anything. But So that's why I, I am raising awareness. And by the way, a lot of other wrestlers have contacted me, and if you go around and look on social media, you can see there's people under contract with WWE who are being suppressed because they don't want them to get too big. They don't want they want to have complete control, and they're doing it. And there's other people that have left who have massive followings. One of them has a bigger following than me on Twitter, who has been hit. His account is just like mine, and he hasn't said anything publicly, but he reached out and he goes, "I think they got me now too." And I looked, I go, "Yep, they do." And because I can I can notice it's all based off of impressions and, and you can tell by the when the likes go down and then the impressions are not high. So um, I've already lived through it. They've already done all the damage they're going to do to me. And I had to learn all these other things in marketing and sales to keep myself out there. And, and luckily, TikTok's been fire for me, which so but it's uh, Instagram is going to be the next one on this. And I've let the social media companies know. And I, I promise you guys. And this isn't blowing smoke that once this WWE stuff is done uh, and this stuff is, we're going to see if this stuff gets resolved through this. Um, but if it doesn't, I will go another route and it will, it will, it will not fare well for them with the data that we have. I don't want to do that because of the cost and time, but I have, I, I, they put me against the wall and I will have no choice uh, and we will win just like I beat WWE. And, uh, and it, because I take this very personal as anyone should, because they are affecting my business and my life and my family. And, uh, and, you know, if I would understand if I truly did wrong and I was for them to label it that my, that I am like a, like a danger to social media. I think if you follow me and watch me, you'd be like, no, that guy's anything, anything, but, but this is, uh, this is something that I'm very passionate about. 
and I do not like these people at all. They are bad people, and I've told you I don't like bad people. I don't like evil people, and uh, and they need to be dealt with accordingly. So um, that's what's going on with all of that. All right, let's get to some of these questions. What do we got going on today? Super chats are guaranteed to get brought up on the screen. If not, I will get to your questions as I see them. If I if I as I go through here, uh, Alan says, "Did you hear about Rusev's wife, Lana?" Uh, no, I did not. What did, what what happened with Rusev's wife, Lana? Uh, I did, um, I, there's a lot going on in the world. I, I, for the, the, I saw the, uh, stuff with, with Mike Tyson, uh, in the, in the, uh, the passenger that was behind him. I'm sure most of you have seen that video now that is uh, circulating around social media. And, um, apparently I saw that the, the guy has hired an attorney he did not press charges at the time, and Mike was released and later in Miami. I think smoking with Ric Flair at a at a marijuana convention thing in Miami, and uh, and looked in good spirits, obviously. But uh, I wish the uh, the whole thing could. I wish they had video of the whole ordeal. But I think we all could see in that 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 passenger was one. They said it was highly heavily intoxicated, which you would think. That the airline, this is a big problem on flights. I've seen it with people that, and don't get me wrong, I think it, it it's one of those deals like, you know, alcohol, you don't want to say you're not allowed to have it on the flight for the people that are responsible. It helps take the edge off for a lot of people. You know, you you have have a little bit of have a little bit of wine or or, or beer or something, or a couple, couple, you know, hard, hard drinks. <clears throat> But, you know, the problem occurs, you know, we've got people, <clears throat> they're, they're at the airport, airport bars, and they're, they're just, they're, they're doing shot after shot with, with whatever else they're drinking. And then they get on the plane and they're already, they're already out of it. You know, that's a threat to, to the rest of the people on the plane when you're dealing with people that are mentally unstable to begin with. And I could tell you, looking at that video, that guy behind him is mentally unstable. No rational, sane person acts that way intoxicated or not in in egging that on now in in saying that i i wish that 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 didn't happen uh but it, it's i it's almost it's a good thing like part of us you say no it's good to see that so people realize that if you do run your mouth in real life there's repercussions i think that, that a lot of people relate to what's going on because of social media and right and everything going on and how people act and no there's repercussions in the real world if you act like that and whatnot. The bad thing is, is legally, right? And, and, and with that, and, and the guy's completely fine. He didn't sustain any injuries. The other guy was, was grabbing him. He didn't, it wasn't like taking a clean shot, right? With any of that. But you, you also don't want to see that either. And you would think, I might, my question is, is where were the flight attendants? Because clearly that guy was being loud. And that's, you know, if I, and I've been on a lot of planes and they're, those flight attendants are right there. And I'm sure that was up in the, the front of the plane and where there's, there's multiple people up there unless, you know, by chance that that goes on, somebody stepped out. But even then there's people behind them where you're just like, what's going on and, and come over there and, and deescalate the situation as rapidly as possible. So that to me is, 
I would like to see the information on that and why that wasn't the case. Because that 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 puts you. You have to remember that put if you have somebody that's heckling you and kind of putting you and you're a man. There's only so much you could take, and you've got other people watching you. You got people recording, and you don't. And you got a kid like trying to almost like punk you out on that. Like that's you're putting that person in such a horrible position. So what I hope happens, and actually Disco uh, Inferno Glenn put out Gilberti put out a tweet saying if, if this does go to court or whatever, Tyson should just crowdfund it. And I guarantee you people would pay that and make him money in this because he has the people behind him uh, or enough people. Anyways, I'm sure there's going to be the people that are like, that are, that are on the other end of it. Right. The Jeffrey and Karen's that were like, well, he punched them, but I think we all can relate to this in a way. And I, I certainly can with, with how people can be, on that and uh you know it was quite frankly it was pretty nice to see <laughs> but that being said you, you know that's not the the place you know and it's recorded but luckily they got the guy in in you know yeah I, all i could say is it was definitely more going on than what that video captured for it to escalate into that i could say that pretty confidently that there had to have been some other stuff going on and some things being said behind that seat that would get you to that point, right? But anyways, that's uh, we got that going on, and uh, we'll see what happens. And and that was that. My day is going very well, thank you. Uh, if you could wrestle, if you wrestled Mick Foley, would you have wanted him as mankind, uh, due to love, or? Uh, Cactus Jack. I'd probably go with Mankind. I, I liked Mankind a lot when I was younger. He he was in the period when I was really, really into WWE as a kid. And uh, I liked that dark, dark character. Dude Love was entertaining, but I think that was more comedy. Mankind, I think, is a little crazier. You know, I'm not trying to get scars all over my body. You know, even though Mankind is demented. You know, he uh, he was more into torturing himself, and uh, whereas you know Cactus Jack, he would he would grab anything he could to, to use as a weapon, and you know I just want I'm just a big believer in just just two guys just going out there and settling their differences with with what they with what they have, and uh, leave the weapons aside. Ryback be a football coach. Uh, thank you. I appreciate that, Boy Garcia or Boy Genius. I'm also really happy. I saw, I don't know what's uh, going on in it, but I saw the Johnny Depp, which by the way, the guy, look, he's like 58 years old. Johnny Depp looks fantastic. I want to have whatever Johnny Depp has access to for the rest of my life. Like Johnny Depp looks as young as can be up there. And uh, especially the guy drinks a lot <laughs> from what I just saw. And, uh, but it, what a ridiculous thing that old thing is. It always blows my mind like that is the thing that's like if you look that that the, the media is covering and it's all over the place, right? But the other stuff, and I'm not even going to say it because I don't want anything of my my channels, but with the, the whole black book deal, like how that goes completely so difficult to get any news on. and But yet we we have Johnny Depp, you know, slapping cabinets uh, and, 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 and you're just like, what are we doing? 
it, it is really we we truly live in idiocracy and that so it's but uh I love the way I saw a clip of uh him answering uh questions and just so cool and laid back and controlled of his emotions and that is a guy that has been through the ringer a lot and he is truly a Jedi master with his emotions up there. And it, it strikes me as somebody that's done nothing wrong uh, up there because he's he he has that confidence uh, from from the little that I saw and uh, very witty. And whoever the uh, defense attorney is 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 absolutely beyond brutal on that. Uh, can I eat a whole onion? I don't, you know what, brother, I have an onion in my, in my fridge. I cut up little pieces and put it in my morning performance meal. Uh, I've never, never, in, uh, never has crossed my mind to be like, Hey, I want to eat a whole onion today. You know, uh, I've eaten when I was younger at, at Outback Steakhouse. Uh, I had, I, I ate a lot of a, the, the blooming onion, which obviously is fried. I could eat one of those in one sitting easily with the nice dipping sauces, but I don't, you know, an actual onion, you know, I'm not just like biting out of it and just, I'm just onion a day keeps, you know, the doctor away. No, no, just a little bit. Uh, did I hear what happened to Big E? If you're referring to the neck, Veal, yeah, that was months, a couple months ago now, right? We've already talked about all that, unless something new happened. Yes, I did know that Goldust is is Cody's brother. I've wrestled them many times in WWE. Matt says, with your supplements, I keep making gains and gains and gains and gains. Thank you, brother. Feed me more nutrition for life. This is the real deal. I can't stress that enough. It's not a gimmick. It's not. It, it is. And it has my wrestling names on everything because I'm a wrestler at heart with that, and I honor that. But uh, and it's tied into the marketing, but. You know, you want cool names for your products, but the products work. And I, I will put us up against anybody uh, very confidently. Ryback, can you bounce your pecs, please? Yeah, not for free, man. That's not even if you do a super chat. I'm not doing that for you. It's just weird. I don't even want to know what you're doing at your house or your apartment or, or whatever in the basement. I don't know. I don't, I don't, I can't imagine going on to a, show and asking another human being another man to do that but you know you did so congratulations a good alternative to veggie chips jose would be vegetables chips or chips or chips or chips baked chips are not as bad obviously but anything that is processed is never as good as whole real food ever How was William Regal? I absolutely love William Regal. He was always very fair, honest, and great with me. He was, he, in any time, we didn't talk a lot. And I, he was kind of, he was done when I came back as Ryback. He, uh, he was there with me in NXT. And he was, he was, he was done though. He was. I remember him like having a match with Yoshi Tatsu and being really, really upset. I was there towards the end of his his wrestling days, and uh, and he had all his own stuff going on, right? And was frustrated. And but when he was like then back of his Ryback, and he'd be there at certain things. I don't remember being around all the time, 
but he was around enough and um, always really good, always really good. But we were not overly close because I wasn't affiliated with him outside of just that brief period in NXT. And even that, you know, that pairing, it was it was a very odd pairing. And uh, he, you know, I, I got told week two that I had to change that because Vince came up and said, you're going to make me millions of dollars just being yourself. Don't get rid of the gimmick overnight, but I need you to try to transition out of this. So Regal... That made it difficult because then I had to start getting more serious in that as a character that was supposed to be silly, that got me over being silly before I got up there. It was a really, really difficult thing. And I tell you, like, I went from with being Skip Sheffield in Florida Championship Wrestling and being really, really over to you go up there and you start over. But all the things that I was doing to get over, I had to stop doing right away. And um, we actually filmed a really, really funny pre-tape, a dinner thing that was hysterical but we had they had to not can it because Vince didn't want that the silliness and um and it was a blessing because and I got to go back to Ryback and unfortunately with all the injuries and everything and right with the the ankle injury and, and everything that this the strain that that with WWE that that occurred from that but a lot of other positives did come from it too and whatnot but he was always always very honest and, and great with me always very good feedback Skip Sheffield's uh, finishing move was the over-the-shoulder boulder holder, which was my backpack, the Rye Backpack Stunner. Uh, have I ever been to Crazy Horse? If I have, I don't remember. But I, I don't – I want to say it's possible on a really heavily alcoholed night many years ago. Not that I did that a lot, but I had a, I had a few – Really good nights. Um, I've been to Spearmint Rhino and Sapphires. I'm not a big, not as much big on those. And I, I haven't been to one of those places in many years. Uh, I, the last time I think it was, was all the guys with WWE and all the writers were there. And, and I, I, I spent way more than I'm even going to, it hurts to even think about it. And that was where I go. This is not smart. I could have got so much with that money in so many other ways and so many other things. It was a good time, yes, but when you when that receipt, when I woke up, when I woke up, what hotel was I? I was at the Hard Rock. Was I at the Hard Rock? Did I stay at, or did I stay at another? What hotel? I think I stayed at the Hard Rock because Zigman was there, Ziggler, which who's in Vegas now, by the way. Just message me. Um, I remember I woke up very late the next day. And I found the receipt in my pocket all crumbled up. And it hurt. It hurt a lot. Because I didn't remember a lot, but I, I remembered in that moment that I decided to pay for everything for everybody. And there were a lot of people there. And I go, I can't go to these places. And, and granted, things, you know, everything was good. Great time. It hurt. Can't wait to see you get power bombed thirty times by the next faction. <laughs> uh, I appreciate you still coming in to watch the Ryback show. We've got a super chat coming up. Orbit Orbitary, thank you. 
Always wanted to know regarding your Feed Me More Subway segment with Jared on Raw. If you actually ate the two subs you took, funny skit. Yes, they had, I took those on the road, whatever, and to eat for the, the food I would get after the show. I just had the, the subs. So 100%. Yes. Um, and I remember I, they had they had those subs in there all day. And, and he was, and met him and it, crazy, right, knowing everything that we know now about all that. But, yeah, I got to do a skit with uh, Jared, the subway guy. And, uh, yeah, I did. Because I remember I went and switched them out because they had different ones in there for us. We were allowed to take them, and, and a lot of guys did. Save on having to try to find food after the show. And um, I want to say I even ate them for lunch that day uh, when we were in there. They had it. It was, uh, you know, over the catering options, uh, which I normally want to do. But we're in Bridgeport, Connecticut, and you got some Subway. And, you know, I haven't had Subway in a long time now. But yeah, yeah, man, good, great question on that. Jared from Subway. Uh, Derek S. Ryback, do you use baby oil on your body? We've got we've got some very interesting questions going on tonight on the Ryback show. No, and I never used baby oil when we wrestled. The, um, I stopped that in developmental. It just didn't, it gets all over the place and it makes your skin just disgusting after you wrestled. And, uh, and you've got stuff all from dirty, the dirt on the mat sticks to it. It's just, just absolutely, you know, and in, like, if you don't developmental stuff, you didn't have showers most of the time, WWE you do. But even then I found, cause I've seen guys slip through the ropes and I use I'm power. I pick people up all the time. That's why I wore the gloves because my hands would get sweaty, so that I'd be able to get good a good grip on everybody to be for everything. And uh, yeah, I, I'm not, and I was not a fan of guys that wore baby oil out there. Cody Rhodes was horrible. Cody Rhodes baby oils up more than anybody. Him, I think Orton's a baby oil guy or used to be, but Cody, Cody just oh, and I don't know if he does still. But, man, he used to just put coats of baby oil on, have the gloves on in the trainer's room, just baby oiling up his body. Man, I just give me some bands. I pour the cold water over me, and I get the sweat glaze when I'm out there. I don't need that baby oil. And it clogs your pores. I want my skin breathing freely. Cody, and Cody when he was part of the faction with Teddy and Randy, the amount of baby oil those guys probably used. I tell you, they probably they probably went through a bottle a night easily between the three of them. Just baby oiling all up, dripping off of their, their bodies. I just, I can't deal with it. I can't deal with it. Uh, let's see what other questions do we got. Tony Roberts, buddy says I'm stacking up on the supplements. Love them as always. Can't wait to see you return to the ring. I'd love to see Ryback versus Goldberg. Thanks again for the best supplements on the planet. You're very welcome, Tony, and thank you very much for trusting us with your supplement needs and in and, and me and my brand. And uh, I will continue to to give you the best that I can. And I always just try to give you guys honesty and transparency on everything going on. And, uh, and I look forward to expanding the line much, much more uh, here in the upcoming years and, and 
with everything the way that we're going. What is my honest opinion on John Cena? Uh, I, John has made me very angry in the past, and uh, but I, I do have a lot of respect for John, and I've always said that. I, uh, I respect his work ethic, and I respect um, – I learned a lot from him in the ring. He was always uh, a lot of fun to wrestle. Um, again, and I, I look at it, and it, when you get away from that environment – I think me and John outside of that environment, and we used to, he used to meet with me and talk before I even got made it. And, uh, and, and why he did that, I, I don't know. And I always, I trusted him uh, more than I should have early on with a lot of stuff, especially with the legal stuff. Um, and I, and I look back and I see what was really going on at different times. And uh, I was just a little bit, I, I was too trusting before my ankle injury. Uh, I, I always gave everyone the benefit of the doubt. Um, but, you know, he was a company guy, and uh, he, he was a company guy, and that's all I'll say on that with everything. But he uh, – and there's nothing wrong with that. But when you're tr trying to you're, – you're, 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 you're go, doing – acting one way to, to, to try to get information and then using it to try to hurt someone, I think that's a little – not something I would do personally. Um, and, you know, I look at it – he was – I was his biggest threat when he was there, and he knew that. and as did punk and, and, and the two guys that I had the issues with nothing that, that we had no issues when I was around, it was always backstage behind the scenes, political type stuff. Um, it is what it is, but you know, why is he, he, he's got his position. He's going to do everything he can to hold on to it. Right. Until he can't hold on to it anymore uh, on that. And so it was, it was one of those unfortunate events with everything. And, uh, and we've talked about it a million times, but like I said, wrestling wise, loved wrestling him. Those were probably the most fun matches I had. Um, and I've worked him for months, worked main events, toured all over the country, all over the world. And, uh, and I was better. I was, I was better, uh, after it. And, uh, because he's worked with a lot of greats, right. And that, and, uh, and so, and it gives you a confidence that after you do that and succeed at that, that then you could work with anybody. And even though I'd had the confidence already, but you just, it was, you learned to, to listen. I really got understood listening to the crowd um, and being patient and calm because he, 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 you would have to when you're out there and you would, whereas if you were in control of a match, you might jump into something else because you might've been a little uncomfortable and where he would just, he would sit through silence to, to, work for that reaction and i've taken that with me and it works every time and i will sometimes and i've done it when i was doing independence and wwe when i would work guys like kane bigger than me where and you do certain things you know one of the spots i love doing with a bigger guy or with somebody that is like a giant i do it with big show is have them overwhelm you and the old test of strength and not doing a normal test of strength but do a spot and you go down and as you're, as you're climbing back up they grab the hands when you're already down so you don't do the normal regular right because that's been it's been done so much but you're in a vulnerable position and you just stay there and you're just working and you're selling and the crowd and sometimes you just let the crowd go just completely silent i'm talking up to a minute sometimes of just working selling and then you make eye contact with the run right person and you start the little head bob every single time those feed me more chance will erupt and then you go into something you reward the chance and that's something i learned with john and i knew that before 
but you you really learn it when you're out there is how to listen to the crowd, incorporate it into a match to the stuff that you already have so that when they're making noise for you, you reward it. And that they what happens with that sub, subconsciously, psychology wise, is they're cheering for you and you're giving them, they, they see that their cheers give you that energy and fight. And, but if it's not that time in the match and you get shut back down, but they're cheering, they know that when they cheer, there's a chance it's going to help you come back, right? And that's a lot of things. A lot of guys don't understand that for whatever reason or throw it away and they'll just do a bunch of stuff and you don't give them that opportunity. But when you do that and you play that crowd and you play them like a fiddle over and over and over and finally let the, for the big comeback, you really, when you work in enough to where that noise is, is the, feeding you that energy, it is, there's nothing like in the world. And that's why you don't have to do ridiculous things. If you, you wrestle your style still with that, but you could do very basic things and the noise will be far louder because you're actually using psychology in the match that their cheers work. Whereas if they cheer and guys don't acknowledge it or they don't know because they don't have it planned into their match and they don't know, they can't, they're not smart enough to go, they're going to fire up and cut themselves off with something and call a spot on the fly. Then, then you don't, the people, it takes them out of the match. But you'll still, you still, you might get the oohs and ahs on little, quick little bumps. But you're, you're not, you're not playing for the whole match. And that was something that I really, really learned. And, and I, like, I've always said, and I'm happy for all of his success. And you know, he, he works very hard. I think me and him outside of that get along fantastic. But I think in that competitive setting, it brought out the worst in him. And uh, that, whereas I'm a little more, I look at it as, as a friendly competition where. I'm not going to try to. I never went behind anyone's back and tried to sabotage them and 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 or say bad things and make things up about them. I just don't. If you're just been doing better than me, you're doing better than me. I look at myself in the mirror and I go, "How can I get better? What not? How can I cut their legs off? Or what can I do that might hurt them so that you know?" And I and I think that's where we might be a little different at times. And that's not. It's just in in that environment, and it is what it is. And that's why I say I'm not a fan of that environment. I'm not a fan, and that's why I got. I, I'm too positive for that environment, and it's not. It's not a. It's not a healthy place to be full time. If you could be there selectively in and out, not bad. But to live in that environment is not healthy, it, and it's it's shown throughout the history of, of wrestlers dying young. And it's also why all the guys that make a lot of money never go back. If you ever noticed, for the most part, not to say all, but for the most part. <clears throat> What was the worst finisher to be uh, on the receiving end? I'll tell you that the the shield power bomb was pretty pretty intense. Power bombs in general, I took a power bomb from Cena too, and uh, the power bombs are, are can be pretty rough, depending on on coming down. I started to train to be a wrestler at twenty two, right almost before twenty three. Uh, what is uh, one piece of advice you would give to someone going into the wrestling industry? You are a physical actor. You are a physical actor and you have no power until you have power. And you are a physical actor. And that is uh, that is something that will help get you through any of the roles that you play. And um, 
and it will keep you having a positive attitude. And that's what I always did to get through all the, the negatives and even as bad as everything was. And like, I just, I go, I'm a physical actor and it's my job to go out there and act in this way for this, regardless of how I feel about the situation. And I always had a good attitude about it because that, that allowed me to control what I could control uh, in, in something, you know what I mean? With that. And I think you will, that will get you, that will give you the best chance to succeed. And then when you get to the right point, when you have power, you have power, but once you, when you don't have power, you don't have power. So you gotta, you gotta play that, that game, if you will, uh, accordingly with everything uh, on all of that. But, you know, you gotta work hard. There's so much, it's not just one piece of advice, but that, that from an attitude standpoint is the best piece of advice outside of you got to physically have insane conditioning cardio and you got to practice your promos. You got to be, you got to just work on so many facets of it and be as well-rounded as humanly possible and treat it like you're a real fighter and train like you're a real fighter within, within the confines of, of, you know, structured as far as in, in that confidence will, 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 will transfer into the ring. Uh, no, I'd never have uh, gone to the bathroom in the ring. Crapped myself. We've got another super chat here. Feed me. <sighs> Hope you're doing well, bud. I am. Thank you very much. What was it like having a bully gimmick in WWE? And who was your tough, toughest opponent while playing the gimmick? Feed me more. Uh, I absolutely loved playing that role. I, and it really we got cut short when they took me to put me with Heyman again to feud with Punk before going into Rybaxel, <clears throat> which should never should have went. And I love Henning. I love and I'm, that was the most fun I had <clears throat> because that all the pressure was gone uh, as far as because things were just completely just I whatever with what it was. And I know now I know what happened is because Punk was burying me to Vince behind the scenes uh, every day. And, uh, and never to my face, never. And that, and that is, again, like I said, there's uh, things that go on that you find about later and just how people do business. And uh, I just remember, because I remember right before Rybaxel, I had a meeting with Vince. <clears throat> and I want to say we were in England, if I'm not mistaken. And Vince, we were talking and Vince was upset. And I was, I had... Punk had just been in there and I didn't know it. And Punk was burying me for something. I hadn't even, God knows what. Because I remember Cena even said that, he goes, you got to watch it. He does business a little differently than me on things. And uh, Cena told me that over on that tour. And I had no idea what he was talking about at the time. But I was not privy to people going in there and burying other people. That way, nothing had even happened. So anyways, Vince was like acting upset with me when we're talking and, and he goes, he like finally goes, ah, I don't know what I should do with you. Man, I don't know if I should put you back in NXT. And I literally am just sitting there. This is me like already up there. And I, I no hesitation. I go, what are you fucking waiting for? Put, put me back down in NXT. I go, I don't give a fuck. Sorry. TikTok. I said the F word, but literally just that was, and then he literally just sits there. He doesn't say anything. Ah, I don't want to do that. I have no idea where this is even coming from. And that, that was the only time we ever had anything talked about with any of that. And, and like, 
but it was because I stood up for myself, but I didn't even know what I was standing up for other than him saying, I was like, I, it was just such a, I, it was such a ridiculous comment to make with it, but it all made sense. then once I learned what was going on with him and the other guy with that, but it was, uh, I, I tell you my biggest thing with Vince and it was uh, that, that upsets me is because of my ankle injury. I had no trust in the company when I came back as Ryback and I was very, like I was, I, I I was pretty vocal about that. I didn't care. I had a chip on my shoulder, and I didn't care because of all. And I've talked about. It. I lived through some just stupid stuff on their end, uh, and being fired and having to get attorneys and all this stuff, right? So I was just angry, and I didn't trust. And I would try as positive as I am, and I would try to talk to him, but every time I'm talking to him, I just never trusted him. And and you know, you're up there, and, and I it it should have been me and him never had a conversation about any of the ankle stuff or the, the, the legal stuff. And that was the one thing he, we probably should have talked about and it would have probably cleared up a lot um, because he would get presented with nothing with facts. And I'm very good at presenting facts and, and with stuff. And he, there's a lot of people that lie, unfortunately. So like, but at the end of the day, it's his fault. It's his company with who he employs and all that. But that was, uh, I remember that going on with that and i wish the 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 bully gimmick though to get back to your thing i wish we would have continued that even after the punk stuff but as grateful as i am and it would to, to tag with axel and it was a lot of fun i think from a character standpoint it would have been the most fitting uh and the most lucrative for me to continue that uh i don't know who my toughest opponent in that was because when i when we got to punk you'd have to i guess the answer is punk i guess because he was the guy the payoff from the bully gimmick Right. Even though I was working in bullying people and, and, and squashing people again and whatnot, I really done it. That was the, the, but I didn't really bully punk. We didn't do, we didn't continue that character so much because we, it, it transformed into just aligning with Paul and Curtis Axel. So, but yeah, a lot of fun on that. I tell you that that character got me a lot of hate though with people. And uh, I, I always never understood. I go, I'm just acting. I remember one of my mom's family members, and I'm not even making this up. Uh, I think she's my aunt messaged me and like a long, a long text, how disappointed she was in me for that behavior. And I just, I, I, I couldn't, I just go, what, what is going on? I go, you, you like, you're writing me this, like, this is real. I'm laughing with these guys after we're done. I'm hanging out with these guys before we do the scene. I'm just a physical actor. I never could understand that. And I still don't with people. I'm like, you wait, so you're mad at me for doing a good job playing a role? Like, it's not like I'm doing this, like, in, I'm not like, like, hey, I'm going to go out in Vegas and start bullying people and film it for social media. Like, no, it's acting. But a lot of fun. I think there's still a lot of bully Ryback, but having a brand and a business, just knowing how people react to it, I never would want to play that kind of role ever again. Because there's too many negatives with people on how they, how emotionally invested they get in things. Fa dieting, yeah, be obsessed or be average by Grant Cardone will do you no wrong. That book will get you fired up. I have not wrestled Bill Goldberg before, but I've, I've said that is something that does interest me. That is, that is. And uh, I'm getting very close. So, but we'll see what happens with the legal stuff. 
we're awaiting uh, their, their stuff and we'll go from there with everything. Can't really talk about too much more. And we'll see what's possible or not possible. Bill says you were just too good at the role. I'm not kidding. I, I, I look back, I watch my bully stuff. I watch, I go, man, I'm, it's pretty good. Like, I'm pretty believable bully. Even like I put a video on TikTok where I slap the guy and I just do this little laugh at the end. And I go, man, what a, what a, what a, just a horrible human. But it's like, I'm having such a good time with it. But I, I have my things from movies I've seen and, and people I liked. And you incorporate that and make it your own on things. And I, I enjoyed the, the, the bully stuff a lot, though. What else we got? Undertaker in the chat right back. Very cool. Good to see the Undertaker here. Thank you for calling me a genius. I'm sure there will be a few people that would argue that. Uh, what did I do before wrestling? I was at UNLV uh, studying kinesiological sciences. Science. I was never Doink the Clown, although I would I think I would make a, a very good Doink. Uh, hold on. Oh, I missed the super chat here. Sorry, Bill. Wild, good to see you, my man. Hypothetically, how would you shell shock spammer into a pit of spikes? Wouldn't you fall in uh, when running forward? Would you jump over, then dump them? I got to say, Bill, you've given this some thought. So the way, if you noticed, it would be like I did the shell shock on CM Punk on the Hell in the Cell, where I actually did it with my feet were near the bars so that I, if the cage were to break open, I would actually be able to hook my legs over the bars. Punk would have been screwed, that, but that wasn't. I'm not, I can't drop him at bars. He would have complained over that. So I took, I'll, I'll drop my knee where the, the big bars on the, the top of the cell were. And if for whatever reason that metal mesh fence breaks open, I know I could hook my heels down as quick as possible and be able to then save myself. And then Phil's, you know, because splat, gone. Um, so if the pit of spikes, yeah. So what I would do is run with the opponent. I, very good is I would jump over with them on me. And then I would take a couple steps and I would be able to time it. And I'd have the mark, I'd mark it out where I'd probably use a little piece of chalk or, or wood or something, coal put a little marking on the ground where I know my feet need to be. And then that way that when I fall, they get released into the pit and I falling onto the, where I'm, I don't fall in on it. That would have, we, I can't go in with them, right? How would we get rid of the bad people in Rybackville? You got, I mean, we wouldn't. And then the bad people would reproduce and take over and Rybackville would be destroyed with, with marks and all the good people out there, you guys would just, you know, so I don't go down with them. Great question, Bill. Maybe the best question ever. Uh, let's see here. What else do we got going on? Right back. Shell shock Bill into that table. Guys, there's no such thing as a stupid question. Only the stupid people and we can't and that's just the way that's just a fact of life 
because a question is incapable of being stupid. A question is just words put together. But the person asking it, it's a different story. Would I wrestle Michael Cole? I like Michael Cole. He was always very nice to me. Uh, let's see. Yeah, Ricky Starks was a lot of fun. He was not Ricky Starks in that in that role, though. He was he was just an extra talent, and uh, he's doing he's done extremely well for himself. I'm very happy and proud of him. What else do we got going on? If I had a match with Brock Lesnar, what do you think the storyline would be like? I think the best storyline would be me destroying every big guy in pro wrestling. Undefeated streak. I, I retire Goldberg. I beat every big guy. And then there's only one big guy left. And I'm in the ring cutting the promo. I'm the best big guy on Monday Night Raw. And there's not another human being alive that could, that could, that could defeat me. And then you hit Brock Lesnar's music and Ryback and Brock at WrestleMania. And that would then be the would be the best storyline for that. But the big guy has to take out all the other big guys. It's straight up big big guy feud. Straight up big guy feud. But that's the way you give it the most fire. And then everyone wants to see Brock kick Ryback's ass because nobody's been able to. Right? And that's just the way you got to put the pen to the paper and book it. And it sells. That's how you sell tickets. And that's just, it's a fact. Or the way WWE creative is, it would probably be me doing a food review for, for feeding time and Brock somehow gets into the restaurant and sneaks meat onto my vegan burger. And then like during my video, I realize that my burger is actually real meat. And then, it, then they cut to like Brock laughing in like the restaurant and like that would probably be the WWE creative on it though. <coughs> Which some of you probably would love that. You were hoping me and Brock formed a faction. Just most powerful tag team in existence. Right, Brock. I have no idea if Andre the Giant was more difficult to beat than modern day wrestlers. Where do some of you guys get these questions? I love you guys, but geez. Uh, your neighbors, Chuck and Pat, say hello. Tell Chuck and Pat, I hope they're having a splendid evening. Warren, thank you for the super chat. Says, you're awesome. Thank you, thank you, buddy. Appreciate the love and support. Uh, Aaron, thank you for telling me I will get heart issues. That's very kind of you. Um, I've luckily had a heart test done multiple times and my heart is in fantastic condition. Uh, I have a 
very young, healthy heart. I have a uh, coronary artery calcium score of zero, which is is perfect, which is the number one indicator of heart disease or heart failure. And not to say that and I've had all the other tests and everything was flying colors. I have elite conditioning. Like I am, I, I'm very, very healthy. My cholesterol is perfect. My blood pressure is perfect. So I'm not your stereotypical meathead big guy. I know I might look like it, um, but I'm not. So uh, I appreciate you telling me I'm going to get heart issues. I'm going to go ahead and, and say to you, I hope you don't get heart issues. Because I think that's a horrible thing to say to somebody. Okay. I'm going up to Kayla's super chat. Thank you guys for the head up heads up. Let's see. Where did I miss Kayla's super chat? The search for the super chat is on. Bill, you're very welcome. I just saw your comment about the, the shell shock. Uh, Kayla, I found you. Do wrestlers get to choose their own finishers? Pretty much, yeah. That is something. Now, I have seen. So, I, I came up with my finisher. I, all of the ones I've used. Most of the guys will come up with them. Sometimes guys will do a finisher. And then on WWE, they'll go, you can't use that. And then they got to come up with a new finisher. I've seen guys in the ring. And they'll have, like, extra talents trying to figure out a new finisher with that. Um. <clears throat> finishers, I think, are one of the most important things in pro wrestling. And it's not, it doesn't need to be the coolest looking move. It just needs to be something, though, that is done, that is protected, uh, and that um, is anything but a, what's the one, my, the worst finisher in the history of pro wrestling that has never been over, which I guess is a challenge. Somebody has to be able to get it over. I feel like the full Nelson slam is the finisher of doom, that anybody they give a full Nelson slam to, does not get over. And it is, it is, and they oftentimes change it. But, I, and I don't know why that is. And my thing is, is if I know that that's going to be my thing, you have to do the full Nelson slam. I'm going to do myself, finish it. I'm going to have my things in there to make sure that that move is dressed as nicely as possible and that it, it is very protected. And I'm going to find a way to try to make it a little different or to make it as intense as possible. Right? So that and then to the pump handle power slam that talk about another. I always I love boogeyman. It's the worst. It, it's a horrible finisher for that because the pump handle is such a difficult move to do to everybody. And the power slam is a great finish. I love the powers. I love I did them. I love power slams. Braun did has a fantastic power slam finisher with that. But like the pump handle slam, I never was a fan of either as far, for a finisher anyways, because it's like, why would you pick up a guy in an awkward position? It's not believable. It's just not believable to me. You know, like the shell shock. You pick somebody up like that in a real fight. Drop them on the concrete. KO. You know, but you're like, you're not going to like get a guy and then put him in a pump handle position. You know, it just doesn't. It's not believable to me. Great question, Caleb. But they oftentimes, unless pretty much they leave that up to you. And if it's good, they let you keep it. Uh, if it's something that's like dangerous to people or they think is is not going to be good for you, they will ask you to change it. But most of the time, the wrestlers have a lot of input on that because you're the one that has to execute it at the end of the day. Sam 
Sam says, Ryback, thank you for making my childhood and being a great role model for the kids. Much love from Indonesia. Thank you very much, Sam. I hope you're doing well. And very nice of you to say thank you very much. I'm just me. I just be honest. And I, I don't, I don't, you know, the show's not, things aren't always PG, but I'm, I, I believe in just trying to be honest with people. Uh, Jose says, do you have a favorite musical instrument? Mine is the saxophone. Uh, I always wanted to play. I played the trombone in sixth grade, H.P. Uh, Fitzgerald. I had to go to a different school instead of Gibson, which I went to for middle school, seventh and eighth grade. Uh, but they made us, you had to play an instrument. And I was like, I don't want to play an instrument. And they're like, no, you got to play an instrument. And I was like, I guess I'll just do the trombone. So I played trombone and like played and like marched in bands for a year. To this day, I, why they make you do that, I have no idea. I have no interest in music or being a, a, a being a trombone player. I don't even know what happened to my trombone. Did I buy that or rent that for the year? I think we rented it. Yeah, because I knew it wasn't going to be a long term deal. That and the what's the deal in elementary school? The little 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 whistle deal. I, I used to love those. I used to love getting those. My ball. Oh, we used to piss off our parents just blowing those things. Those whistles. The I can't remember. They have a name. I know. Those were the only musical instruments I played growing up, though. Trombone. I, I mean, I got pretty solid. I've learned the note. I learned. I to this. If you showed me music now, I would have no idea. But for that year, I learned music. I don't know. I I got an A in it. <clears throat> Damn trombone! I had to carry that thing to school. Oh, why? That's so stupid. Maybe that'll be my new gimmick. Come back as a trombone player. Tack people with it by the ring. Uh, Warren Edmead. Edmead. Edmeads. Warren. Warren Edmeads. What was your favorite WWE moment? I don't know. I don't have favorites on anything. I know, and I've I've, I've said tonight. I stayed when I left. I walked out. Was probably my favorite moment with everything that happened because I was truly took control of my life and felt free for the first time in a very long time. And I stick by that. I'm very proud of that because that is something that 99% of the guys that ever do this don't have the power to do. Um, but there were good moments. There are a lot of good moments and a lot like that, man, just, I loved live events. I loved I loved laughing with all the guys. And it was always, all that stuff was always, always fun. It was always, but, you know, I, I don't, there was so many, there's not just one, like, there were so many great moments, right? You know, main eventing, you know, for a year and a half. And then doing main events after that still, even though not maybe TV-wise, but, like, that stuff was always fun, man. And shaking arenas, like, that was it was badass for at least it was close to a year. So it was, uh, there were some great times, which most wrestlers will never have the opportunity to do. So I'm very grateful for that. Yeah. Maybe I could be the trombone player for new day. Oh, somebody beat me to that. Let's see. Damien Sandow's awesome. I always laughed around Damien and uh, I, I, Damien Sandow. 
uh, I thought he a lot he did. I I I I truly the biggest miss ever was him with the Miz Miz Dow and uh, where he he outshined the Miz in a good way and the Miz played the role perfectly and it, it elevated him and I thought could have could have done been so much more if they would have wanted that but um that was truly an entertaining he was always entertaining and no matter what he did that was a guy that I I, I honestly don't think ever should have been released he was a guy that would have made a great producer and, and still will if they ever choose to use him in that um but I, I thought he uh he always played his roles to perfection He's a great guy. I can talk to him. We haven't talked to him in a bit, but we we he's one of the guys we'll we'll shoot a text here or there. We've had we've had phone calls here and there, voice messages back and forth. Uh and he's a guy I don't we if we don't talk, it's like it's it doesn't really like it's just it just kind of pick up where you left off. And it's like that with a lot of people. But he he's 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 a really, really good guy. What else do we got going on, Rybackers? Uh, I've never watched Ring of Honor. I don't have nothing, nothing against it. I'm not. I uh, I don't have any. Not every great wrestler has passed through Ring of Honor. I, I will disagree with that wholeheartedly. I'm not. I'm not. I know a lot of. I, I guess a lot of people like it. I think some people like it. I just I think it's a promotion like no other like 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 any of the others and uh, it has a history like other promotions have have a certain history with it right it means something to the people that have done it I've never I have no not what not like literally when I say I've not watched not watched anything not watched it I know it wasn't just not privy to it doesn't mean I hate it does just like it not just don't I don't not familiar with it or anything of that nature so. I'm interested in storytelling wrestling where your physical efforts pay off. I could care less about cold matchups with no money and like that stuff. I just think that, hey, all the power to the people that are into that. That's not my deal. You want to put a storyline and put, you know, some meaning behind everything? I'll, I'll outwork anyone. It's just you got to have – has the you, – when you're in the big leagues, you get it. If you're not, you're not you don't get it. So – you got to remember, I never was fired. I walked away. Like, I'm not, and I, my confidence is still 100%. So, I'm, you know, it is what it is. What else? I have Sophie is a Frenchie and little guy's a Boston Terrier. Uh, your son is 20 and a college soccer player. He is starting to get into weight train lifting. What recommendation on your products uh, to get started? Uh, I would check out, you know, maybe the ISO hungry, uh, plant powered protein, uh, with the protein powder and, and maybe the wake up unlimited energy. I think that would be really good to take, uh, prior to have, to have maximum energy. Uh, and he won't even start him off with half a scoop on that. Uh, other than that, you know, we have the creatine. I don't know how you know, strength wise in soccer, it's more endurance based with that. Um, and if you don't go with the wake up limited energy, which does have a good amount of caffeine, you can go with the pump plexity, uh, which will help, help his aerobic, uh, 
capacity with that with with the with the citrulline and the different pump ingredients, the endurance ingredients, and that's like our non-stem pre-workout. So pump pumplexity and in the iso-hungry protein would be really really good uh, to, to starting out. Good luck in soccer. I played soccer all growing up. Let's see what else. We have a question on TikTok. Uh, has anyone ever told you you should play Bane from Batman? You're a you'd be huge online. You're I can't read that went too fast. You're huge in casting. Thank you very much. I get people that send me messages for different things that you know. I had somebody offer me, and I don't even acknowledge it. Somebody offered me eighteen thousand dollars to come to a wrestling match, and I just deleted it. I don't even, I'm not wrestling right now. I'm not, <laughs> I don't, I don't feel like that was a, a realistic, even though it looked from someone, it was written very realistically. I was just like, yeah, I'm not going into wrestle. All right. Now I've got stuff going on. I own a business. So. Like I don't need the money. I'm pretty good, <laughs> but thank you. Small Smalls one, thank you very much. You have a great night as well. Uh, I don't I don't have a particular favorite NFL team. I do root for Tom Brady and whatever team he's on the Buccaneers. I was happy the Rams won. Always I've always liked the Rams. My dad's from California, so we grew up watching all the LA teams. So, uh, but I'm not and I'm not a big. I don't get too caught up in watching other people live their lives like that. I'll enjoy a game here and there, but I don't get too invested in that. I, I'm too busy building what I'm doing. I'll just use it, enjoy it here and there. I've talked about that. Like, with like that's where I always have, like, I, I just, I, I don't relate to, like, the obsessive fan on anything on that. I just don't relate to it. I never have. I've, I've never been like that my entire life. So it's just like, you know, like I, I always liked Arnold, but it's not even then. It's not like it, it, I don't. It, it's like I've read some of his books and seen some videos, and it's not. But I don't have like this obsessive compulsive like of following everything that he does. I'm just not, you know. And not to say I just I don't I'm not like caught up in sports like that. Yep, Justin, we deliver domestically all around the country. We have uh, to Canada for 19.99. And then domestically, $9.99 orders over $125 are free domestically and $34.99 flat rate shipping worldwide, everywhere else. Gia says, my thoughts on Fandango. Incredible human being and wrestler. I love him. Oh, see him, we'd both probably smile and laugh and give him a big hug. Very, he's another guy that should have been with WWE probably in doing being a producer and like just a great guy. Great, great guy. Loved wrestling him, loved being around him, and I'm very happy. He's a very smart guy, very smart, very intelligent guy. He looks great still too. Like he's aged very well. He looks very young still, and uh, 
I know he's, I believe he's with met somebody been together. I feel like a few years now, at least. And, uh, just a great guy came up through, uh, came up through FCW together. We're going to go ahead and do a shell shock. Uh, you're a Kansas City Chiefs fan. Uh, Phoenix Marie's a Kansas City. I was just talking to her the other day again. Uh, she's a big Chiefs fan. Uh, you oftentimes send her messages talking trash about the Chiefs. <laughs> she gets pretty riled up. Uh, yes, I've wrestled Braun Strowman in tag matches. Great. A lot of fun. I like Braun. Braun's always been a very, very nice guy. Very good guy. I'm very happy he he did exceptionally well in WWE. Yes, I like Kane. Uh, Kevin says, would you look at that? YouTube didn't notify me. Yeah, Kevin, the best thing you could do, I'm telling you, for people that don't get the notifications, is sending them a message and telling them, look, I have my notifications on. I don't get notifications for his videos. I want to receive not notifications from him. Why are you doing this? And that's the best way to hold these people accountable for what they're doing. I've already got Twitter to admit it. Instagram's doing it. I know YouTube is doing it. I know they're not, and they do, they do that by, despite, and you'll watch, if this whole thing stays intact and doesn't get fixed, my subscribers can go up to 1 million subscribers. It's going to be the same amount of on the videos because they're only allowing a certain amount of people to look at it. And they know most people go by what they see on their thing because we all have busy lives, right? And that is what, and that is in the one thing that the fight that I am in with everything. And it, it's, you don't just keep gaining followers and then you're nothing. It, people, if anything, you would lose followers and lose, right? So it's, trust me, I, I, no one's more frustrated than me. And you know, I'm, I'm trying and... My thing is right now I'm trying to get Twitter and then I'll go I'll go to IG. These people lie though. They don't they 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 lie. That's why Twitter I I am shocked Twitter sent the message that they sent because that is going to end up really really hurting them legally with everything that we have on them already. I am 6 years of not being able to get them to respond to stuff and they sent that finally either somebody screwed up royally or would that I have a feeling I think with the new owner something got lost in translation they but either way i'll take it because now i have something on them that they, they're saying that and they can't they can't pinpoint why and that is that's going to be big so now it's just a matter of seeing if they're gonna if they're gonna free the account or not but everyone i've been saying it since i, I how many years now it's crazy Uh, let's see. Hello, hello. Uh, if you had the choice between making it in Hollywood or going back to wrestling, which would it prefer? I'm not neither. I'm as far as I'm, I'm, I love being a business owner. I love, and I think wrestling, I've not, I've had acting stuff and I don't even acknowledge it. Like I had a guy that would send me stuff all the time. And I just, I told him like, I don't care. Like, I don't care. I have no, my, my motive. I, 
I, I don't like, I have found such happiness. I know what makes me happy and I'm going to keep doing what I'm doing. And I'm going to, I'm going to do we're, things are going to work out the way they're going to work out. The legal stuff of WWE is going to, going to work out the way it's, it's going to work out. And then I can make, I'm in a powerful position. I don't think you guys can't stress this enough. Uh, you guys, and I don't expect the majority of you to understand, like, you know, I'm in a good position. So. I have no interest of like, I could care less about holding titles. I don't care. They're all props and they have meaning and history behind them, but they don't have any meaning to me. And I don't, and I can't stress that enough. Like I, and I, I just love wrestling. I love the adrenaline. I love the interaction with it. And if you, that's part of a story, great. But like, I don't live my life based off of that. And I think it's ridiculous for anybody else to. Like I live my life based on happiness and what the people around me think, right? And, and, and being able to take care of people and, and help people, you know. And that's just being honest. Uh, that's awesome that your kids love singing the, the Meat on the Table theme song. Yeah, I got very lucky getting theme music so important. I think they, I, I love, I love my theme song. I, I think it's, I thought they did just an absolute, uh, absolute amazing job on it. Gordon, I don't even, the stuff where my focus is on getting everything over with that and then I'll go from there. <laughs> Uh, how much likes on TikTok for you to do your signature move on me? That's just weird. Million dollars. <laughs> million dollars. I don't care about your likes. You want to shell shock a million dollars and you're signing a form, a waiver. Any of you want to shell shock from the big guy? Million dollars, start a crowdfund. And uh, you're signing uh, a waiver of liability that, that clears me of anything, no matter what happens. Super chat, thank you very much. Bianca Sal, thank you, thank you. Sirius XM, my subscription just ended. They are, blo I've blocked like 20 numbers from them. They keep calling from new numbers. I'm waiting. I've done this before. They're going to eventually, they're just going to send me a thing where like, they're trying to get me to renew. They keep just lowering the offer. Like they make it like just eventually they're just going to give me a year free to get me back. I know it. I've done this before. And so I just, I, I'll go like a month without it. And I just listen to music on my phone when I'm driving and serious. And I'll finally answer. And then I'll be like, yeah, I want a year free. And they give it, and then they're like, "Well, it's going to renew at 1999." And then you just cancel it right before that year, and then you play the game all over with them. You know, you're going to harass me. I'm going to harass you back. I'll find a way to beat you. A little tip for you guys on SiriusXM. D Jones says also down 47 pounds. Shell shock weight management formula is legit. I use it. I know it is, and I'm so happy for you, man. It is, and I, that's why the people, that's why I know, I tell them, I tell my marketing team, just get me new customers. 
we have an over 84% returning customer rate. I go, if we get new customers, we just keep growing and growing. Just keep getting me, feed me more new customers. Because, and that's why like I, people, there's so many wrestling fans that don't even, that like the guys that people that want to hate me, the men and women, I was like, man, their lives could be drastically changed if they would just be like, just listen to me. I've literally just, just let go of anything you think and just start watching. Let go of all the hate and insecurity and everything you think you think you know. And like your life can be transformed. Literally see it from people. I get messages from people that have lost 100 something pounds. It's the real deal. So, but no, Ryback's right stupid. Ryback's right botch machine. Ryback's right this, Ryback's right that. <laughs> I read Ryback. Yeah, I was mean to this person. Uh. Super chat. Pattern mantle. I love this guy. Thank you very much for the super chat, buddy. Always greatly appreciated. No, Michael asked again, Ryback, have you ever thought about starting up and running your own wrestling promotion and or wrestling school? No. I love being happy. There is nothing in the world. That would be my hell. I would I would have to, I, I shouldn't say my hell. My hell if I'm doing everything I'm doing right now. I would have to completely ditch my current life to do that. Do you understand? And I'd have to have Sophie and Little Guy by my side at all times at, at the office. I have no interest in running a wrestling promotion. And, and, and then trying to book stuff and deal with people. In, in explaining in conversations. I just don't, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't like that. I know there's other people that do leave that to the people that like being promoters. You know, I don't, I don't feel like having to have a, a who's, who's the person. I don't feel like having a, having to have a, a I'm trying to think of a, a, I don't feel like having a three hour conversation with Iron Sheik on 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 why I want him to put over the Disco Inferno on my local show. I don't want to have that conversation. Okay? I just like, I love being happy. I love life. I don't want to have to worry about marketing and ticketing sales to getting people in the crowds. You know, uh, I don't want to have to worry about booking myself in the main event and being the champion of Feed Me More Wrestling. I don't want to have to worry about that. Right? Because I would. I would do it in a heartbeat. I'd be undefeated and I'd be the champion for 10 years. And then I'd, I'd lose to an 84-year-old big papa pump just to really rub it in people's faces. That it was all physical acting to begin with. But, like, hey, I love, like, I, I just, I love the life I'm living. I love pro wrestling, but I don't want to have to deal with all that. Booking tickets with airlines, canceled flights, me having to go do the opening match of Skip Sheffield because Sheik missed his flight. Sheiky baby missed his flight. Come on. Damn it. Don't you dare put that on me. Don't you put that on me. Mike Hawk would be Mike Hawk versus Mike Hunt would be the intermission match on Feed Me More Wrestling. Every show that would be the intermission match. You guys, I don't know who the best overall athlete that I faced in the ring. I don't literally we don't have like and I like what just what what do you what what is what is what are the 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 things we are using to determine what what is a great athlete? 
I don't have WWE doesn't have great athlete tests like 40 yard dash and, and how high you jump and what other other tests. We don't have that stuff. So I don't know who the best athlete is. And there's guys that might be great at one thing and not as good at the other. I don't know. I've never once looked at my name on a piece of paper and go like, Jesus, that guy's a hell of an athlete. I wonder what kind of, what his 40 yard dash time is. It has no bearing on pro wrestling whatsoever, whatsoever. Do you think that I come out with ringside and, 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 and Arn Anderson comes up and tells me I'm working, I'm working, uh, Shelton Benjamin, I'm just like, geez, Shelton Benjamin's a hell of an athlete. I wonder how fast he runs the 40-yard dash. I wonder how high he jumps. Like, no. So I don't know how to answer your question. Like, God. Yeah, Ryback, you're working Otis tonight. God, I wonder how he would perform at the Olympics in the strength contest. Like, I don't, it doesn't, like, some of the questions you guys ask just blow my mind. Young Sal says, what's the deal with airplane food? I mean, what is the deal with airplane food? Right? What's the deal? Do they have a lot of vegan options? I don't know. I've heard they're going to start having vegan options, though, on some flights. But I don't know. What's the deal with airline food? I'm not a... I, I have had to eat... When I was in WWE, I did have to eat airline food. I remember I, I had to pay for it once. I was I didn't have time... Because uh, I had to run on a connection, and it was I was wanted to get food on my way home to Vegas. I was starving. I slept at the hotel a couple hours, slept a couple hours on the first connecting flight, and then I was I was gonna eat and then sleep the rest of the way back to Vegas. Because once I got home, I didn't sleep. So I it, the only sleep I got was that chopped up sleep on my my. So I didn't waste my day off at home, and um, I just remember getting sandwiches. They had some, and it was hard bread. The bread was chia. The, was it ciabatta bread? It's rock hard. That's what she said. But. Yeah, me and old Husky Harris. FCW, man. We had some. It was a lot of fun. I look back. I have very fond memories. Dusty Rhodes talking to us every week. You don't realize it at the time. How special things are throughout the history of something. But like in the, the, the legends that you had available to you teaching you and helping you hone your craft. And, you know, I look back with very fond memories of all of that. Very, very fond memories. And Dusty was always very, very good with me. Dusty always liked me a lot. And he, he booked me very well. Dusty, and he, you know, I, I will always be grateful for him. I literally just watched you squirting ketchup all over Kane like an hour ago. <laughs> Thank you. That was a lot of fun. I've noticed WWE has the comments on all the videos with me turned off, by the way. I don't know if you guys have noticed that. I And I'm trying to, I don't know. I believe there there's something weird why they're doing that. And it's obviously it involves the legal stuff. I don't know why they turn. I, I think it's to try to like get the videos, maybe not to get as many views. I don't know. Because the more comments they get, then that, that helps the videos perform better. So it's interesting why I noticed that all the comments are turned off on the Ryback videos. Uh, 
Michael Fetty, thank you very much for the super chat. Always been a big fan of the big guy. Greatly appreciated, and thank you for swinging by the Ryback Show. Having a good time this Friday night here with everybody, and uh, I always appreciate all the love and support from you guys. And I hope I really hope to get back here and uh, be able to to do this to do this once again at a very high level. I, I'm uh, I'm very confident that that's going to happen. Comments are turned off on all my videos on WWE that I've seen. I've seen anyone I've ever seen, they've had the comments disabled. You saw me and Great Carly in Charleston, South Carolina in 2013. You guys uh, aren't human. There's no way people are that big. Yeah, I'm I'm big. People don't understand. It. Sometimes, like when I do videos, it's like, and I'm, I'm only 6'2, and I say only. Great Carly is a giant. But I am, I am, I like to think I'm built like a cartoon character, like where I just have this, not just all the muscles, just everything. I've got the Neanderthal, Neanderthal caveman forehead and face. My voice matches my body. I always, I laugh at videos where people go, his voice literally matches how he looks. I think that's the greatest compliment a man could get, that your voice matches that you, you, my deep, manly, radiating voice matches my 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 hulking body physique. <coughs> so, um, yeah, I just um, I'll never forget. True story. We had a meeting, WWE meeting, by ringside, and Triple H was talking, and he was. I this was like things were really good with me, where I was getting booked really well, and he was. I don't remember what the meeting was about. But he was talking about how it's an experience for fans to come to shows and how there's different things up for the, on the show <clears throat> for them to see. And I remember he looked at me and he, and he just and he, and he and he put me over huge in front of everybody where he just goes, you know, and, and for people, they come, and you know, how often in life are they going to see an attraction like Ryback and just in person? And I remember like it was a very nice thing at the time, despite other things with that. But like, in you know. Uh, and that's why you you work very hard to to make yourself special, and that you're not. That's why I think taking care of yourself uh, is important, because as far as it, it gives people, you want to be as believable as possible. You want, and I think it really you want to be a larger than life persona for people and give them hope, because it is. And that's the hope, and that's why I like talking to you guys and giving you the mindset that has given me everything. And it doesn't matter. You don't have to be famous. You don't have to be rich. That mindset will bring you happiness. Happiness. Hashtag hungry happiness. And that is life. Thank you for saying it's uh, funny when I slap my head and say stupid. You know, it's funny. My head looks so slanted in a lot of my videos. I if I, I have to be, I, I've got a, a, the head is... It depends on what camera I'm using, but I've got a little bit of a cone head almost. And I say a little bit. Some videos, it looks horrible. But I see other videos, it looks perfectly round and, and very dimensional. I've had people compliment me. Um, you have a very, you have a good skull for being bald. Like a lot of bald guys, like, I was like, oh, thanks, man. Like I legit, they're like, you got a great head for being bald. Because some people, we've really screwed up skulls. 
But I do look like I have a dent on my head sometimes if I angle it, you know? It is what it is. Triangle head, call it what you will. I mean, I can't control it. I embrace, I embrace it all. I'm just the big guy, you know? Slapping my head definitely doesn't help, though. Dustin Rhodes is ageless. I don't know what he found. He was beat up when I was in WWE. I remember his shoulder was really bad. And then all of a sudden, it's like he's he, like, and he was still, he was amazing. And he's like, I, I, I tweeted him today. I was just like, his match was motivating, man. He went out there and, and, and I thought just did fantastic. He's now not to say, I don't, you know, you don't want to be doing that five days a week, but he put him out there in the right situation and like, man, he, and he looks incredible. He's in as good of a shape he's ever been in. And, you know, makes me happy. He, I'm telling you, he is a very genuine and nice human being. Very. And I feel bad because we worked with them a lot and I was very like, we had a lot going on and he was always, I, he, him and Cody were very frustrated. They were in the tag team, even though they were being used better than me and, and Axel but they were still frustrated because everybody's frustrated. I was frustrated with things going on and, and things going on politically and, and, and legally with things. And, you know, but like, I always, I always liked talking to him and, and he was always, he was, he was a lot of fun. I botched a power slam from him, by the way, I almost killed myself. I was completely fine. Uh, and I've taken powers. I, I hadn't taken a running power slam from anyone in the history of my, my career wrestling. And somebody, I remember, I don't remember who told me. And somebody told me to do the front flip as I'm running into him. And I just remember thinking, we didn't practice it. And I remember, I didn't want to do it because I go, I want us to at least walk through it. And we didn't have a chance. They, they opened doors. And uh, and I take it, if you watch me, I take it from Randy Completely fine. And that was after I learned I because we had the one, but I ran into him and, and tried to help help him because I'm a big guy in doing the flip. And he just you should just run into him and just jump and let him turn you and tuck and do the whole deal. And we and it, it did not was not good. It was not his fault. It was mine on that. Like I take all the blame. And it was uh but then when I did it with Randy, completely fine on that. And uh but I remember somebody, and it wasn't the right thing that somebody had said. And I, I should have just said, let's not do that tonight. And I go, no, I can do anything. And But I remember that was one time that, like, that was I messed up on that. It was, I don't remember what show that was. But it, it exists. It might have been on Superstars or something. I've never fought Stone Cold Steve Austin, no. D Jones thank, says thanks for what you uh, did in the ring as well as the support with the, uh, your supplements. They are changing lives whether you see it or not. Thank you very much, D Jones twenty nine, and uh, I'll continue to do my best for you guys. And I love, I love, like I have a relationship now with. I love where I'm at in life and the people that I know. It's the one positive I'll say to the social media suppression is I get to see the true people that have stuck through. The like. You know what I mean? And I like I'll never forget. Like that's so, so like even in like it's such a negative situation, I could see the positives. And like it's I've and there's people I, I will always have a relationship with on social media. We'll be 90 years old. 
and I'll be posting clips of when I was over still. Laughing, asking Twitter to, uh, to let my account be free 70 years into being suppressed. But thank you, Matt. I'm just going to continue to do what I do, man. And I, and I appreciate you guys for all the love and uh, and support. Sorry, TikTok. Phone battery was had to hit the thing. It got to 20%. I do watch UFC a lot. I love UFC events. I wish, I, I hate, they, they've raised the price in the ESPN Plus but I'll tell you, the ones, the fights I've ordered, I don't think I've ever ordered a UFC card and, like, been upset at it. I could say that much. They're they're pretty enjoyable, the one, the, every one I get. And if, if I I don't order the ones that I'm questionable on. And I think that's part of the reason why I stay happy is I make sure and I go, I give it thought. I go, okay, it either has to be one fight that I really, I'll pay to see that one fight and I don't care what else it does. Or if that one fight, if it, if the main isn't a strong enough buy and they, they it's a three like other fights and but they're good but I'll go you know what maybe this one I just hold off on and I'll catch the highlights on TV and and I've, it's always worked out well for me it's like not even a money issue it's just a matter of like the principle on like I I really I just I pay for the good ones hey Gordon I give my thoughts on the Mike Tyson plane incident on the beginning of this show actually. So I don't know if you're able to go back and watch or when the show, once it's uh, done, you'll be able to go back. Within the first, I think, 10 minutes, we get into that. Brock was not cocky behind the scenes, no. Brock was always very nice to me. Every He used to use my workout bands, and uh, he, he'd come over, we'd talk a little bit. Not, not a lot, but enough. Very, very friendly guy. And I think that just comes with, it depends on maybe other people have different situations. I'm sure if, if you're a jerk to him, that, that, that's how I like to think that I am. If somebody's nice to me and, and, and I'm, I'm nice, like, you know what I mean? But if somebody gives me an energy or a tone, I'm not going to sit there and like, you know, and I would imagine a guy like that's probably the same exact way, if not more so. I would love to see Conor McGregor go to WWE, even for just one match. I would, he would absolutely kill it. He would, if he could, if he would be able to, and I'd have, you know, I have no doubts. He, he I, I feel he, with his, his, how he dedicated he is, he would, he would pick it up very quickly. He's a natural entertainer anyways, as it is. He would do very, very well in the right storyline. And I would, that, that would be, I mean, they, I think that's something that happens. I think that at some point in time, Conor McGregor, holy hell, that would be, and I, I think it's it, it would be just it would be fantastic. Our ISO Hungry Protein Powder is $44.99, but if you use the Ryback Show 20 discount, which is in the, the comments in the description, it is not that much. All right, guys, we're going to wrap up today's show. We went a little longer, but it was a lot of fun. I appreciate all of you guys coming in and, and hanging out. 
Uh, and for everybody, again, thank you for the 2.7 million on TikTok. Thank you for the 400,000 subscribers here on Ryback TV. I'm trying to think, decide what I'm going to do for the video for next week. And uh, we'll see what happens here. Maybe I'm trying to see if Phoenix will be back. I, I mentioned in the other video, maybe doing a hot challenge. I have all the hot stuff. I have I covered two boxes full of hot stuff that I've not done yet, by the way. Because I, I stocked up on this stuff years ago. And I, I really would like to knock out the plutonium number nine, even though I've said, and I just look at me, I go, it's not worth, I don't, I can't ruin my entire day. I just can't. And that it, it is, um, but I, I still keep looking at it. So I, I haven't ruled it out entirely. And it's just going to take me getting a wild hair up my ass and saying, I'm just going to do a 20 minute video and I'm going to do it. And, uh, but we'll see. We'll see. There's no promises. With that, but I'm trying to do something a little more fun, normal than other than just me, right? For the 400,000 subscribers. So, all right, guys, let's have a good night. Have a good weekend. I'll try to get on here one of these days, uh, Saturday or Sunday, on the weekend uh, with everything, and uh, check out my Feed Me More Nutrition supplements on FeedMeMore.com. Save 20% with discount code Ryback Show 20 Ryback Show 20 on FeedMeMore.com. Until next time, my friend. Until next time, my friend, uh, thank you for the feed me for the super chat. Everyone acknowledge your tribal chief. Thank you. Thank you. Until next time, my friends, stay hungry. Feed me more.